it's always a good night. If it's uh, any time during the weekday, Monday through Friday, Saturday and Sunday, whatever the case may be, it's always good when you can be amongst people, not just the listeners out there listening, but also the guests we have. What's happening, people? Your man, I'm Brandon in the building, and thank you for everybody that not just logged in and locked in for tonight's show, but has been supportive of this man's legacy for a long time. And, and before I put Mr. Antonio Farkas on the air, let me just tell you, like, this guy, to me, just continues to keep working. You know, this man always stays busy. I mean, you know, a lot of these young cats out here definitely need to uh, take some notes from this guy because I don't know how this man been doing it since way back when and, and still continues to be a force in this entertainment business and well-respected not just from his generation but also uh, countless of other generations that have that has come up and that has actually, um, you know, saw his work, studied this man, and tried to emulate him in some way, shape, or form and I want to welcome Antonio Huggy Bear Fargus on to Next Legacy once again. What's up, sir? Hey, man. You know what an intro, man. You know, you know. I think the the, the deal is is that I don't know how it happened, but all I know is that I've been blessed for 54 years, man. I started in this game when I was 14 years old, and yes, sir. I'll be 69. 69 this summer and it's been it's been a wonderful wonderful journey and then to be you know the intro to I mean I just love the intro but I love the fact that you were playing Marvin Gaye and <laughs> and you know and I mean because I just I just purchased that Motown 25 you know where um, you know where they got together and Michael Jackson rolled out the moonwalk and Smokey Robinson Indeed. and 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 Marvin did such a wonderful, wonderful intro uh, on the piano. Uh, you know, I mean, these are the treasures that you know that you know that uh, that I've been able to observe. And then <clears throat> by just being so blessed, you know, to be even you know considered uh, an icon or uh, or having a legacy, and uh, you know, so. I mean, I just get lost on YouTube just listening and looking at the, <laughs> looking at videos and looking at performances, and it's just uh, you know. And thank goodness that we have this this wonderful thing called the internet, which which can plug us in with history and and, and legacies and and anything you want to know uh, about you know about and that we you know we're no longer you know like in the shadows you know. And, and people right. who have gone before us are no longer in the shadows, man. We can find out about who they are, and and we can also bless them while they're alive. Uh, you know, I just remember seeing um, uh, Little Richard introduce, uh, you know, um, Otis Redding into the into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and, mm-hmm. and he sang "Sitting on the Dock of the Bay" so beautifully. They both were from Georgia. They both, he had that voice and. Yeah, I mean that's the kind of stuff that you know that that's out there that's available to you know to your listeners and you know and, and to me. Um, so we're just we're just living in a really really good time and uh, you know again you know it's just like I didn't know that this was a spiritual journey from 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 day one <clears throat> and I think right. that's the cherry on the cake of my career, you know, and my life and you know because I may not have that many more years down 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 here. 
but uh, but the quality of life and the quality of being able to appreciate, you know, not only, you know, you know the gifts that I've been given, but the gifts that all of us have been given. So you, it's, you uh, brought it's up a good night, in, man. It's a good night. It, it, it is. It is, and you know, just to be able to, you know, hang out with you and just, you know, tell folks that I know this guy. This is this is my guy. Like to me, it, it means a lot more from from me because I, I do appreciate your work. And and before I start asking you, not just some of the new stuff you have going on, but you know, a lot of legacy questions as well. Um, let, let, you, yeah. you brought it up, so I'm gonna because I, I think you and I probably purchased this 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 DVD of Motown 25 at the same time, and you brought up Marvin Gaye, and just you know a lot of people talk about and they remember the the Moonwalker and and and, and the Jackson Five, the reunion, this that and the other, and that was a talk of it all, and rightfully so. But a lot of a lot of solid performances, um, you know, you go back to the Supremes, like you mentioned, Marvin Gaye, Smokey mm-hmm. Robinson, um, you know, so many different different. Uh, you know, I, I guess you can say like you know historic events that happened at at that point in time. People tend to forget. Um, my question to you is when when you brought when you actually you know broke it out and 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 looked at it like you know years later like you know did did that give you that nostalgic that feeling that vibe that you know the chills that yeah, happened remember, when you first saw it when you was younger. My my you know. <laughs> I remember when I look at, you know, my own filmography or, or you know, and I realized that when I was doing this movie or this time, when I was doing, you know, that this is the music that was playing, these are the people who were the same age I was at that mm-hmm. time, and it just kind of puts it, you know, it sort of frames, it frames the moment, and <clears throat> so... For me to look at, you know, to look at Marvin and then see the evolution and, and, and how precious, you know, life is. And right. and even for Michael to see his evolution and to, and to be able to appreciate, you know, I mean, that, that last video that he did before, you know, before he passed. I mean, it's just, it's just, you know, it's, you know, I don't know, I don't know tears of joy or tears of, of, of recognition um, that was so profound, you know, right. and to be a part of that, to see the tapestry, because I can look at, you know, like again, like my and the projects that I've been able to do, and, and realize, you know, what was a struggle at the moment, you know, and and how, you know, God was all over that, all over my mm-hmm. life, and I didn't really have to struggle, and and today I realize that I. I took the I took the foot off the gas of trying to drive the car of my life, you know what I mean? Right. Because I let I let that the man I let the man, you know, drive my life you know, steer my life today. All I do is, you know, is is uh, you know, sit in the seat and take my hands off the wheel and the gas because I've always gotten what I was supposed to get. I didn't realize that I had to struggle. I have to do I have to do the work you know, because I think I do the work, I do the footwork, and I leave the results up to up to up to my creator, and right. that has been a great, great you know lesson for me, is that you know this was all pre pre planned. You know, we were supposed to be on this on this teleca- on this um, you know podcast on your show was written mm-hmm. before we were born, and all we have Amen. to do is show up tonight. There's no way we could have avoided this evening. And you know, I don't know, man. I'm just, you know, I guess you know, you know, when I realized that, 
you know, I, I guess I'm getting more spiritual. I mean, I even watched the football game and I realized how much, you know, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson was plugged in, was so plugged in, and that you know we never talk about the prayer circle that these guys, these guys who been on the field, who've been beating each other up and all of that, and then at the end of the game they get down and, and they circle up and, you know, and and and, and, and pray together. And, you know, my son played in the NFL, and one of the most precious pictures I have is when he is when he played, he played, uh, the Raiders played the uh, the Green Bay Packers, and, yes, and there's a picture of him kneeling down with some other players from the Green Bay Packers and the Raiders, and they were playing after the game. So, you know, I just, you know, the sooner you get it, as soon as folks get it, that that is what's been missing, you know, in our lives in terms of all the things that are going on around the world and everything else is to get, figure out that there's no mistakes in, 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 in his world. And we just have to figure out how to accept that and learn from it. And, you know, so again, all these things that are you know, even happening to me today, I'm right where I'm supposed to be. I'm living semi-retired, living in Las Vegas, and a, and more busy than I was when I was you know <laughs> acting and trying to pursue this thing full time. And, and I'm going to ask you about just the the evolution of your career. And you talked about 54 years in this business. You started when you was 14, and just just the the fact that it's been able to transcend generations um, and it picked up from one generation to the next and from that mm-hmm. ne- next generation to the next. And a lot of it had to do with um, not just the, the people's appreciation for your craft, but it also has to do with storytelling. Like, you know, it, it didn't just go from one ear oh, yeah. and it didn't it's shut story, down. It went from one ear to the yeah. Right. It went from one, one ear to I the other and to the other. You know, by, by having the respect for the characters and the craft of acting um, and being true to the game, true to the characters that I played, and I think that that, that resonated with the with the young cats like uh, Will Smith and, and 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 Martin and and Chris Rock, who know who realize that you know that, that they appreciate the history that's involved. In, in, and I realize whose shoulders I stand on, and I've been creating, making my shoulders strong, you know, for these brothers. And they all gave me jobs in, in their projects because they have an appreciation. There's only way they could, that's one of the ways they could say thank you, and right. and that's that that's that's you know that's humbling, and it's and it's also very big, and it's also uh, you know how I like to. Uh, you know, I, I like to lead by example, and 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 how I walk the walk and do the and do the deal. So, um, how how do you how do you come to? I, I guess in a lot of ways, is is your your legacy is like you you could retire, like you say, you're semi-retired. But I'm I'm gonna talk to you about some some stuff that you're actually uh, getting into these days. But you know, you you you're mm-hmm. semi-retired, but you you have this legacy that will stand the test of time. And, you know, there there's so many, I guess you could say, people that not necessarily want to be like you, but they actually are trying to achieve what you have when it comes to that legacy. So those people out there, what would you say to that next man or woman that's that's inspired by what you have accomplished throughout these years? What can you actually tell these people as far as what they need or what can happen in order for them to be able to continue on and be that next legacy. Well, I, I think I think 
the only thing I can do, part of one of the few things that I can do is give them the dignity of failure. I had that same thing afforded to me. I learned from my from from the journey, from the mistakes, from the triumphs, from from the successes, and you know, and and you know, it it's. I believe that if 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 they want, you know, I mean, I, there's people who inspired me in, in the game, you know, I mean, who who uh, I mean. People like Robin Hooks and you know and, and Billy D. Williams and you know and, mm-hmm. and all these guys who 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 were my peers just before me um, as I was coming up in in, in, in New York and and you know uh, I joined a family you know when I found theater when I found my first film I had I found a, a, a family that that felt the same way I felt that felt different that would that the chance takers, you know, I understood why why the jazz musician or the or, or the discipline of the, of the dancer or the, or, the, or the musician, you know, the the the, the struggle when one has to do is to work on your chops and also to have mm-hmm. a life and also to you know to support your craft and be able to have to do you know part time jobs and all this kind of stuff because I had something that I really I, I wanted to say. Or, or, or I wanted to achieve, and so it's it's about the struggle. It's not it's about the journey, not the destination. And when you realize that, even if you may not, you know, if I say if you're in this thing to be a star, or to just get the the end result, then you're looking for the magic bullet. You know, there is no right. magic bullet. It's through the work and the struggle that you get. When you walk in my shoes, you get what I get. And, but you have to walk in your own shoes. I mean, I, I put my feet in the footprints of those who went before me, but I had to do the step, and I had to take the steps. I had to do the walking. And, you know, so I love it that people may be inspired by, by how I've been blessed, and they can also be blessed by, by again, by, the, by doing the work and the struggle. Because mm-hmm. again, if you're in it to be a star, you may be disappointed. If you're in it to win an Academy Award, you may be disappointed. If you're in it to get a series like Starsky and Hutch or any of that, you may be disappointed because it's almost right. like the lottery and God chooses. You know, everybody plays a lottery, but only one person can win. When you're up right. for a role in a series like Starsky and Hutch or any other series, there's about 60 people, 100 people, or even more who will want that same role. Who may be qualified, and you know who knows. You know, what I mean, some of the best singers haven't don't didn't have recording contracts. You know, and there's, mm-hmm. you know, I know some of the guys singing on the corner. You know, and you know they they were great, but only, a, you know, to, and then to whom much is given, much is expected. So when we get these things, what do you do with it? You know, when you get that job in the NFL, what do you do it on the NBA, or all of that? You know, uh, right? It's a uh, it's a uh, you know, it's 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 an interesting life, man. You know, what I mean, it's not for everybody. You know, and and knowledge, knowledge is one thing, book knowledge and all that stuff. But it's how, it's what how how do you make that put that into practical practice on a daily basis to get to that Academy Award, to get mm-hmm. to that film, or to get to you know to that series, or to get to that that recording contract. Um, you know, so it's, I don't 
don't know. I don't know. The, the journey. The the journey the journey is surreal. Antonio Fargas is our guest on Next Legacy Radio, and uh, you know I got I want to I want to switch gears because you know I was I was you know I'm always keeping tabs on you. I just you know and and it's all for the it's all for the 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 betterment of my inspiration because you know I always I always find Mr. Fargus is my friend. So if he's my friend, I would like to know what this guy's up to. And you know I I, I wound up I was like wait a minute Antonio Fargus sings the blue the blues the new the new jump blues. <laughs> At the West Side Jazz Fest, I got it. I got it on my timeline, and you know, yeah, you you got you got two people on the side of you, and you got the you know the fly suit and the hat and the whole deal going on, and you got this blues action going on. Tell the listeners a little bit about uh, exactly what's going on with the New Jump Blues. Well, I, I you know I always wanted to have a musical expression, and I'm not a lyrical. I never could. I'm not a singer, but I but I'm a storyteller. And more, I'm a jazz person and a poet, and 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 I'm a performer. So I was able, along with my partner Jimmy Maslin, we we wanted to find a way to you know to a genre and a, and a niche that would fit my 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 skill set, so to speak. And mm-hmm. the New Jump Blues you know, was an incarnation of 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 our, of our love for music. And our love for those pioneers like Louis Jordan and, and Louis Prima and and uh, you know, Satchmo, uh, I mean, it's just. And also, I mean, I did a movie called um, Pretty Baby where I played Jelly Roll Morton character. It was, uh, mm-hmm. you know, New Orleans, New Orleans inspired, uh, you know, innovator of uh, and um, and from when. Uh, the blues went into to the New Orleans deal, and and so all this is like this great great gumbo, and and for me uh, to find two young singers who who know who can bring it, you know, and if you catch some of our, our videos and also um, you know the album that we put out, the New Jump Blues, of material that we did at the Playboy Jazz Festival. Um, uh, these young performers inspire me and I'm just, I'm just like, I'm like, you know, like the Louis Prima, the Ike Turner, the Flavor Flav. (laughs) I mean, I've I've encompassed all, all of that, you know, and plus I do sing, you know, I mean, I I have a voice and and we have, you know, we have real acting. I mean, what our, our show is is almost like a play in in a lot of ways, and we said, and we you know, our dialogue is is the music, and there's right. certainly a thread that goes through in terms of the songs and the selections that you know that you know that we that we do. Plus, we have some great great musicians who 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 work all the time in, in Los Angeles and around, mostly in Los Angeles, as mm-hmm. our as our band and. I mean, they 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 move, they 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 lay down such a a wonderful wonderful tapestry for us just to ride and have fun with. Uh, so I'm just excited about about the possibilities of where of where this part of my career uh, can go. Meanwhile, uh, you know, I still am am doing a lot of things. Uh, you know, within the community here in Las Vegas, teaching young people, passing on, you know, my legacy, you know, to them, uh, ins- 
inspiring and mentoring, and you know, I'm also doing some directing. So again, it's like I'm I'm busy, uh, and <laughs> it's a you know, and life is a full life is always in session, and and right. my art my art is always is always challenging. So, and I and I can't rest. You know, what I mean, there'll be time when I can rest, but meanwhile, you know. Um, I've got to keep. I've got to keep moving. And the new jump blues is uh, is uh, is a wonderful, wonderful way for me to to express uh, and to pay homage to those who who laid it down before me. And uh, so I I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying that that. And you know, and we're we're looking at uh, you know one of my one of my dreams is that we would be the musical guest on Saturday Night Live before, there you go. before we're done. You know? There you that, go. That's one thing. And then also to go to Europe and and then also to play the play uh, the Newport Jazz Festival mm-hmm. in, uh, in Rhode Island and also the New Orleans Jazz Festival. And just to, you know, just have fun, man, and get it out there, man, and uh, show people that, uh, you know, that, uh, that I'm not resting, baby. Hey, hey, hey! Even though you say you semi-retired, man, you 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 doing yeoman's work, man. You don't you don't rest for nothing. You work always, so you know it's it's one of those things. And my and, and my question, my next question, Antonio Fargas, our guest, Next Legacy Radio, and and of course your your the vocalist vocalist that you have on New Jump Blues is Adrian Battle and um, Ariel Watkins. And, Ariel Watkins. You know, yeah, and and the thing and the thing I wanted to tell you too, and you know I, I you know watched a couple of things on YouTube, and I, I didn't get a chance to experience it live, which hopefully I'll be able to. Um, one thing that I I could give you guys and, and uh, you know standing old for is the fact that you guys are giving history at the same time too. You're giving that dance hall experience like like it was back in the '40s and '50s. You're giving that vibe, like not just the clothing you wear or not just the the, the dance steps, but also it's while you're doing what you're doing on stage, you're still telling that history um, and you're expre- expressing it vocally for some of these young people who may not have known or may not have done enough homework to know what it was like as far as how music evolved from the 40s and 50s. Yeah, and, and you know, and, and how it was in the small in the small venues around, you know, around the Chicago and, you know, and in, 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 in the South, uh, um, and then you know, moving even on, on to places like Las Vegas, where where some of these acts have eventually eventually ended up, or or, or were able to have exposure. Um, but again, it's these pioneers that that you know that uh, you know that have given you know a foundation for the music that that's that's happening today. And for me to have this persona, because my persona in in the New Jump Blues is I'm called Daddy Fargus, mm-hmm. and so it's and these are my young my young uh, proteges or my young peers, and we have this you know lovely relationship going on between the three of us that uh, you know that it's expressed in the music and again in the choice of the songs that you know that uh, that are in our set. Uh, so it makes it very spicy, and, it's, and again, it's like yes, I think one of the reviews that talked about it said that you know it was before, before the Playboy Jazz Festival um, said that you know it's the most refreshing, or it's back to 
you know, the the performers were, you know, were so engaging, and you know, and Ariel is just the sweetest, has a wonderful, wonderful voice, and, and Adrian mm-hmm. is just smooth, and uh, and I'm all over the place, you know, with style. <laughs> so it just makes it so, it's a it's a wonderful mix, man. You you wouldn't be you if you didn't have S T Y L E. That's just that's just you. It seemed like you was born that way anyway. So that's just, <laughs> well, I'm it's, just it's a, I'm, I'm a work in progress, man. Because I, you know, I, I again I, I believe that you know fear you know was a motivating factor, and the fact that I could get into character and I had to get into character so that you wouldn't know me. And right. I think a lot of a lot of artists come from that because you know, I mean, I don't care if it's Marvin Gaye or, or, or Michael, these things that we you know we had to perfect our, our outer our outer image mm-hmm. in the characters that we play or in the songs that we sang and all of that because you know a lot of it you know again you know comes from pain it comes from being lonely it comes from you know not being understood and that is a perfect mix for for creative for creative a creative force and right. then you add peace and love and serenity at the end of that rainbow you know if we survive you know if we can survive right. to get that you know to to know that it's okay to be who we are and that we do have something and you know and you know, and it's okay to be different, which is why I like some of the characters that I play, you know, in my movie career, because these are people who are survivors, you mm-hmm. know, the characters in, in Car Wash or, the, or you know, even Huggy Bear, you know, he's right. a survivor in a hostile land, and we had to, like, you know, between how we talked, walked, and, you know, and, and moved, um, kept, 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 uh, kept the wolf off off of us and that's right so i I love that aspect of you know of of the reality of the characters and representing the man in the street or 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 even uh, when i played les baxter and all my children Mm -hmm. um, to play a lawyer who had who had a lot of problems and the father of Angie and all that. I mean, each one of these characters, people ask, well, what character do you like and what do you like best? Or, you know, and I, and I say, each one of the characters that I play are like my children. And I, right. you know, I can't have, I don't, can't pick one over the other. They all are special and, and dear to me. And then my, and, that, know, and, that, and of course, my, it, and Antonio, that to me, I think. Let, let, let me ask you this, because you you brought up Les Baxter and you brought up all my children, which is a soap. A lot of people know, like you've done television, Starsky and Hutch. You did movies. You know, there's so many from Foxy Brown. I'm going to get you sucker, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, and now now you're doing you know stage. You, you you've done so much in, in in this point in time. So you know, for the people out there that's listening, like you know, you you've been able to you know, I guess in a lot of ways. Um, during a lot of different things, reinvent yourself. I mean, you know, you, you didn't just have one yeah. character. Like, you know, daytime daytime is a grind, right? Like, it, it is a hell of yep. a grind. Yep, yep. I mean, it's just, you know, I have a I have a great respect for the people who do soaps, you know what I mean, because it takes a lot of mm-hmm. discipline. It's a def- definite style. You know, I, right. I've been able to be, you know, to work, you know, to have a couple of Broadway shows that I've done 
and the note, and, and I started basically, you know, in a film. The first thing I did was a film, and then I did a lot of theater. And theater was, uh, you know, was the the well where it all started. Before there was television or film or anything like that, there was theater. So, I mean, and that's where we we came up and we, you know, and we honed our chops, in which we brought into film and television. Uh, so that uh, that well-rounded experience was 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 very valuable in in, in having credibility and uh, and uh, and, an, and an approach to the work that that gave us uh, that gave me you know a sense of of, of gratitude and you know and, and destabilization because mm-hmm. you couldn't rest on your laurels every night when you had to do that play. You had to bring it. You had to bring it. You know, and, right. Uh, and it wasn't any take two or cut and, and all that. But then film has, has its own art. You know, it, right. When you have a you know a segmented performance or or it's, you know or or you, where you have to add music and all the different aspects to create this illusion of you know that we do in you know in in film. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's just it it never stops. Right, and and my and my question too is, and 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 I remember doing an interview with Eric Brayton, who plays uh, Victor Newman on Young and the Restless. I oh, remember yeah. he was telling me yeah. that there is a very very low percentage of people who is, uh, I guess you can say, well taken care of from the from the craft that they've created through art and entertainment. Like, you know, they can be able to take care of themselves financially based on what they do with the, you know, with the acting and, and yeah. doing a lot and of different things. And hopefully be happy. I mean, Eric Braden is, is a cat who's been, been, been on that show forever. Good point. You know, and, point. you so, know, but I'm sure he, he's come, he didn't just come from, he just didn't come out of nowhere and all of a sudden end up, you know. Um, everybody has a history. Everybody has a history right. behind them, which got them to a point and you know, and and I say a lot of times, you know, people say, "Oh, aren't you tired of doing the same kinds of characters and all that?" And they say, "You know what? No, no. Each individual <laughs> character, every every pimp or every you know crazy character, each one was an individual, and nobody said that to to the actors, you know, uh, you know, or Clint Eastwood or any of these guys right. who played the same kind of roles, and, and you know, and you know, and if you're happy." Hopefully you're happy, or I say, well, just keep crying as you take another big check to the bank. If you think, you know, like some people who are doing soaps would really love to be doing plays, or they really would love right. to be doing films, but meanwhile, you know, they're making a very nice living. It's like, you know, you know, like you said, talked about Eric Braden or, or any of these people who, or, right. uh, or the lady who played um, on All My Children, um, the the lead. Uh, what was her name? Erica played Erica. King Erica, yeah, Susan, Susan Lucci, yeah, Susan, no doubt. Susan Lucci, I mean, yep. you know, people, you know, that's what they did, you know, and and I have such a great respect for it, you know, and it's not easy. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I had a hard time trying to adjust my game to to the soap opera game, you know, and. And then, you know, as I got into it, you know, then I got stronger and stronger. But each discipline is, you know, you need, it's the same, you're using the same artist, but it's a, it, but it's a different, 
you know, it's like playing another position in football or anything. You just can't, you know, go from quarterback to something else or whatever it is without, you know, the rite of passage. So, um, but, yeah, but once you get into the work and you create something special because because you have that desire and hunger, you know, to – you know, to to do whatever it takes to make it to make it happen, and you have some integrity and all that stuff that uh, and principle, right? Um, which is which is you know, which is in a small commodity. <laughs> you know, it's very no little of that sometimes. No doubt. You know, because Amen it's such that. a money driven money driven business sometimes, and you know, and, and it's about the spoils. You know what I mean? And, you know, all the things that you know that that are traps. You know. Right. You watch somebody come into a series when they first start, they'd be, you know, you know, then all of a sudden they get, you know, they get a little, a little rounder in the face, you know what I mean? Maybe they get a little work done, you know what I mean? And right. You know I mean, it's like, you know, they get their teeth done, and you know what I mean? All of a sudden, they're not the same person. You see them in the beginning right. of their career, and then you transformed into somebody you know, completely different too, transforming. right? Transforming. You know, and really what, you know, and what they hired was the character, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and then we become these, yep. you know, you know, movie stars or, you know, what I mean, or people, you know, who have to, you know, um, you know, who are a slave to, you know, to having to look like their pictures and that are airbrushed right. and, you know, what I mean, and, you know, and all this perfection. Um, so it's a. It's a trap, man. It's a trap. To it just is. It is. How, how do you not feel? Lost. How do you feel about the evolution of television and movies? Like, let, let, let's take television for example. I mean, it, it's definitely not like how the seasons of Starsky and Hutch was. It's not like how it was during Fresh Prince. It's not how it was during Martin. It's not how it was during the Cosby Show. It it has changed. Where, it, you know, a lot of people can blame a lot of different reasons, you know, as far as from the networks to whatever. But it's it's definitely different. I don't, I don't want to say different in a bad sense because there are still some good actors and actresses out there that do amazing oh, yeah. work. But, you know, they Absolutely. may not be seen or heard. So, you know, I'm not going to poo-poo on that. But the the emotions and the memories that we've had so much so in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, kind of hit and crash landed in a lot of different directions but what what is your opinion about just the evolution of television first off well i i think we you know it started off as an innocence you know what i mean just like when movies in the day back in the day were were escapism now people want so much realism that and then you know and then they want to fake that you know I mean that's what reality mm. shows are people yep. people think that there is that you know it's not a really reality so they're big time productions they're almost like doing commercials look at the evolution of commercials even yep. I mean it's just there was an innocence about the time of Starsky and Hutch you know I mean they they were fantastic kind of you know, escapism police officers. You don't have those kind of police officers out there now. It's you know, it's now it's like how many you know, uh, how many, how real or you know about beards and people. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just there's so many. It's, it's uh, the television buffet has added more and more dishes <laughs> to, to to the game. Good point. And Good you know, point. for me, I. I I live in the memory of old music. I live in the memory of the of the times when I when I came up, you know, through the through the through the game, and I can appreciate today's music. I mean, you know, I, 
uh, you know, rap music and all these things or, or an evolution of time, but storytelling and, you know, and the basics. Um, and the memories that came with it as well. Right, right. So when somebody tries to, I mean, look at, you know, uh, Beyonce sings Etta James song, you know what I mean? And people forget that Beyonce, that Etta James, you know, put her foot all over that, you know, but, mm-hmm. but, you know, and when, and when some of these artists today can recapture some of these, some of the, the past in terms of giving, you know, homage to, you know, to where, where they got it from. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a different deal on television, but, but, you know, I, I got no problem with it. All I know is that, you know, it's time for me to step aside and do special kind of things. And I'm going back to my roots. I'm going back to doing small cameo roles. I'm working on a film right now called Be- Beyond, um, Beyond Skyline. We shot some of it in, uh, in Indonesia and uh, we, we're going to finish shooting it, and uh, I'm going to finish doing my part in, in February in uh, in Los Angeles because the story takes place <clears throat> in Los Angeles, and then it goes to Southeast Asia. It's a sci-fi thing about UFOs and so and so, but it's real interesting. And I just play this character called Sarge, and he's a blind, homeless Vietnam veteran. And it's just, and I did a film called Swamp Terror, where um, for the Sci-Fi Channel, and then of course I, you know, I did a thing called Bells, um, uh, Silver Bells, which was a, okay. one of well, the Christian Channel. It was about a I played a Salvation Army guy. This was two Christmases, not this Christmas, but last Christmas before this one, <clears throat> and uh, and then of course you know. Working on Everybody Hates Chris was a uh, you know I did four years of of, of playing Doc the guy in the store um, mm-hmm. you know who befriends Chris and you know and all of that but but it's just you know it's just a wonderful wonderful evolution you know to go back to to my roots you know I never wanted right. to be the star headline I never wanted to be I just wanted to put a particular flavor in the projects that are, and they called on me because I brought something that, that they couldn't teach, you know what I mean? It's just like, it mm-hmm. to, you can't teach speed, you can't teach someone who's willing to, to do you know, the work, and, and I, I look at, uh, I was in a, in a book called The Celluloid Closet, about actors who play gay roles in their, in their career, and, and I, uh-huh. I was doing that before it became popular, Right, you right. Know, and you know, and I, you know, and and so, you know, and I, it was always for me about the humanity of the character. Before that, people used to do these roles, and they used to, used to act at it, and say, so, you know, it's not really me. I'm just acting like this person. But what when I tried to do with all my characters is to be every to embody all of those things about you know why somebody, you know, feels the way they feel about 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 themselves and you know, and so um you know it's just you know that's the only way I know how to do it man hey and and do it with style that's that's just how Antonio Fargus is who is our guest on how Next I Legacy roll. Radio <laughs> <laughs> hey and a couple questions before we let you go is in um you, you know how the, the day and age of movies and 
everything that that is 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 such a blockbuster now has sci-fi attached to it. I mean, you mentioned certain oh, yeah. things as far as what you have going on, and you know, the evolution of the superhero is 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 really taking flight. So, I mean, you know, I, I know you was on. I, I'm I'm going to get you stuck as Fly Guy, and I kind of consider that as a hero role in 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 a sense, I guess mm-hmm. you can say, but. You know, if you can take a... In his own mind. In his own mind. No doubt. <laughs> and, and, you know, now, if you if you could take a, a, a snapshot of any, you know, either you can create a character or if you could take it from any of the current comic books or whatever, what, what, what ideal role would Antonio Fargas be right now at this stage in his uh, career? Wow. What, what, what would be a good role for you to play, sir? Wow. Well, on stage, there's a role called, uh, called Iago in Othello, who's the nemesis okay. of, of Othello. Okay. Uh, on film, on film, you know, I, I just, you know, just to do what I've been doing is just to find those little, little characters. That's why I like doing, um, you know, uh, art films or films that are mm-hmm. not blockbusters, you know. There's so much, first of all, there's so much computer-generated stuff in movies now <laughs> that it's taking the realism out, you know. I mean, it, they're trying to make it too real. It's almost like high definition is too, you know, it's, it's too perfect. It's taking, right. you know, and, and film has a, has a quality about it that, that, that's been lost with high definition. And, uh, and so some of the stuff that they can do with the computer I mean, I mean, we live in, a, in an age where you know you can make a a, a movie with a with a with a look like a still camera. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. you can you know a few years ago you can produce an album, you know, with a computer. You, you see guys you know doing these um, uh, DJs who go around with you know with just a lot. They don't carry records or anything anymore. Everything is programmed into the computer. Yeah, uh, people it's, can it's sound like, as good as they sound on record in in on stage because it's all you know mechanically engineered. You know, people don't have to sing that well anymore. I mean, you can sing into the thing and it'll keep you called auto tunes. I mean, it'll keep you on tune and pitch and all that other stuff. So you don't know what you're getting anymore. You know, remember uh, the crates and you had to dig into the crates and just being able to just grab the records that you wanted to spin and you put it right, on there and you right, made it work. Right, like, right. You know, you, know, and you got that in. I, you know, I mean, it's changed. I mean, I went from, went from VHS, you know, to you know, to 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 DVDs to to Blu-ray. I mean, it's just it goes it goes on and on, and you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I, uh, I think if if, a, if you had to dig into like a superhero role, like I mean, I know Black Panther's oh, coming yeah, out like in a couple of years, role. but. You know, I, I think I think playing his dad, King T'Chaka, would be would be an ideal, well, uh, you know, I, you know I, there, there, role there, for you. There's a uh, what's that show that uh, about the record industry? It's a TV, new TV Glory. What's it? Not not Glory. It's oh, uh, Empire. Empire. You know, mm-hmm. I, I would like I would like to play um, my man's father, maybe. Okay. Okay. You know, All right, something like That's that, or you know, right. or or an older, you know, or or a role like the guy who played House, you know, a play a, oh. you know, uh, you know, a, a a police guy who's you know who's, you know, 
not like Sherlock Holmes, but but just a guy who's you know retired and you know what I mean and you know and 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 knows the ways of the street and knows all these mm-hmm. things. And uh, you know, I don't know. You know, I mean, the sky's the limit. But but I like when people come and say, you know what, Tony, I'd like you to play this little role in this movie. And now there because they have pictures on me, that I have to make a billion dollars and all that. It ain't about that. It's about right. the work. You know, so so I I've been helping a lot of young filmmakers and uh, and uh, saying okay, you know, um, you know, giving them my number, you know, they're not to reach me. You know, I don't do Twitter and all that other stuff or Facebook, but you right. know, I'm reconsidering that now that I might do some Twitter, maybe and maybe work in the Facebook, but but really, people who know who know how want to find me can find me. You know, people have my hey. phone number, my email address. And you know, and I make myself available, specific, especially for, you know, for these young directors or people who want some, you know, who want advice or who, you know, who want to, who I can share my strength, hope, and experience with. So, indeed, indeed, I want to, I want to make sure that if, uh, you know, if anybody out there is looking for, uh, you know, even though Antonio Fargus is uh, semi-retired, if he's available, like, you know, anything you can hit inquiries at. DXXNYC.com. You can dial 201-224-6570 for more details. And you can also go to uh, www.thenewjumpblues.com if you want to take a look and see what Mr. Fargus is up to. And not only that, just to be able to uh, embrace his legacy. And and before I let you go, I got to tell you, like, you know, even though, Mr. Fargus, you are my friend, we go way back. So and I appreciate you know all the times that we've not just interviewed but you know you are a wealth of knowledge and beyond. But I, I gotta tell you, like someone like you inspires someone like me just for the simple fact that you know I appreciated the work before we even met or crossed paths, and now I can say mm-hmm. say hey, you know what? That's the homie right there. That is that is somebody that I could I could definitely lean on for advice or or and, and things like that. As down to earth as you are, and all the people like you know he's a TV film star and. Antonio Fargus is not one to shy away from an interview or to, like you said, do it old school, right. throw it back, and give you a phone call or send you an email uh, for encouragement. That's right. And you've done that. That's so right. So you're, you're a great guy. And, you know, and if people, if people send me stuff, you know, sometimes I might get overwhelmed, you know what I mean? But at the same time, you know, you're going to get an answer, you know, and, uh, you know, I appreciate sometimes when people are patient with me, but, you know, I... Uh, but I do like the fact that uh, that I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not hiding or trying to, you know, or duck anything or duck an experience, man. And uh, mm-hmm. and I get what I need, you know, I get what I need. I'm so blessed. And, and thank you for taking the time that you know have me on. Let's do this again. And, yes, sir. Um, and I want to I want to see you guys, Antonio. I want to see you guys perform. So we we got to talk offline so you can let me know where you're going to be at. So I could, uh, you know, so I could be a guest or something like that. I'm, I'm inviting myself yeah, to your yeah. party. I'm just letting you know that. Okay, okay. You know, um, <laughs> I'm coming to your party, so <laughs> you got to let me know when and yeah, where, sure. and, and we'll, we'll get Check together. With, you know, double, double exposure, man, and and let's let's hook up and, uh, you know, you get the numbers and deal, and so we can uh, we stay close. Indeed, indeed, definitely, and thank you, man. Not just. You know, for the time that you've given me, but thank you for your work and your legacy, and that you continue to, you know, not just inspire 
um, you know, saying young cats and people that that's been in your corner for so long. But just thank you for the hard work that you put in. That's inspiring all of us that's listening to to continue to push on, man. You you are definitely an inspiration. Well, thank you for legacy, man. Have a good night. You do the same, sir. That is a that is a icon, Mr. Antonio Fargus. More music right here on Next Legacy Radio. Next Legacy.